Titans, and this is our debate podcast. I am your host and Team B Cons advocate, Amy Pham, here to give you some information about citizenship. Today's subject will be about whether the government should grant citizenship to illegal immigrants. Miranda and I will be discussing the con side of this topic. Fung, Natalie, and Desiree will be presenting the pro side. When it comes to legalizing immigrants in the U.S. to become citizens, a lot of controversy comes with it. They would have a negative effect on the U.S., but Natalie Fung and myself, Desiree, will change your minds. Did you know that Mexican immigrants alone accounts for more than half of the estimated 11 million unauthorized immigrants in the U.S.? In 2018, between May 5th and June 9th, 2,347 children have been separated from 2,206 parents at the U.S.-Mexico border as part of the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy for prosecuting people who cross the border illegally. This is something that will change the way the U.S. operates, and we will get into it in a bit. To start off, Natalie will be arguing about the pro to legalize illegal immigrants. Take it away, Natalie. It is well known that immigrants come in numbers. In many cases, it's families that are traveling. These families raise the overall population, which in turn increases the supply and demand of labor. An increased supply and demand means an increase in taxes and income. Therefore, this will have a positive influence on the economy. In an article published in April of 2019, the New York Times wrote about how the shortage of immigrant workers is actually causing an increase in the cost of housing. Here is a quote from the article that states, The recent shortage of immigrant workers is impacting housing and housing affordability, said Jerry Howard, chief executive of the National Association of Home Builders. Phil Crone, who runs the association's Dallas chapter, said, The labor bottleneck was adding about $6,000 to the cost of every home built in the area and delaying completion by two months. To emphasize on the economy that Natalie stated, most undocumented immigrants work jobs that an American-born would never want to work. When it comes down to it, no one realizes how hard the immigrants work to provide money. In many situations, people take in immigrants for work that many licensed contractors deny to do. But that doesn't stop them from taking the job to provide for their families. In the article, Immigration Benefits America by Stephen Gold, published in 2009, Gold stated that Native Americans work as scientists, technicians, engineers, economists, professors, physicians, nurses, and entrepreneurs. However, other jobs that require labor work are usually worked by immigrants. Immigrants provide a considerable fraction of the human capital that allow American companies to function and generate generate good jobs. This is saying that by hiring immigrants to do hard labor jobs, boost our economies to create better jobs. Around the United States, many families have been separated by the Trump administration's policy of zero tolerance, created to prosecute people who cross the border illegally. The deportation of illegal immigrants in the U.S. affects many families that have been living here for years. In May of 2018, Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced that everyone who crosses the border illegally will be subject to criminal prosecution. And because children cannot be held in adult jails, that means families will be split up. The implementation of this policy has led to agonizing scenes at the border of anguished parents and terrified children. 
According to the Department of Health and Human Services, 10,773 unaccompanied immigrant children were indeed in detention facilities as of May 2018. Separation of a child from their parent due to deportation is associated with economic hardship, housing instability, and food insecurity. Additionally, family members that were left behind suffer psychosocial consequences, developing problems eating and sleeping, experiencing developmental regressions, and becoming more isolated and withdrawn. To conclude, we think that immigrants have a positive influence on the economy by paying taxes, working at jobs that require long working hours, and labor work. Immigrants provide a considerable fraction of the human capital that allows American companies to function and generate good jobs. We are saying that they deserve a chance to become a citizen of the United States, the opportunity to prove themselves and grant them the right to stay here on a work permit or green card. Over time, if they are proven that they are beneficial to our economy, then we will allow them to go through the neutralization process. This is the American dream. Equality of opportunity is available to everyone giving people a chance to improve their lives. My name is Amy Pham. I want to give thanks to Fung, Natalie, and Desiree for that insightful argument. As they have stated, their position supports the controversial argument of illegal immigrants being granted citizenship. On the contrary, Miranda and I disagree. From our point of view, we have acknowledged that six states account for 58% of unauthorized immigrants in California, Texas, Florida, New York, New Jersey, and Illinois. In addition, more than 44.5 million immigrants reside in the United States, which also shows how much of the population is occupied by illegal immigrants. Miranda and I agree that this inclination of undocumented immigrants should be prevented by not allowing them to become citizens. We will begin with uh, a few reasons that support our argument. So I would like to start off. Those that broke the law should not be granted citizenship because there are those who have come here using traditional legal process to become naturalized. Immigrants have crossed the border by sneaking past border security or some have overstayed their visa. Citizenship is not a right, but a privilege. Citizenship gives the individual the right to vote, assume public office, and immunity to deportation. Those who cross the border illegally have violated the law, therefore should not be granted citizenship. In order to become a citizen, there is a lengthy process that immigrants must go through in order to be rewarded citizenship. According to how immigrants and refugees become U.S. citizens, first, they must determine eligibility, apply for naturalization, take the biometric test, complete an interview, take the civics and English test, and finally take the oath. Those that break the law by illegally crossing the border have not earned the right to become a U.S. citizen. Hello, this is Miranda here. Too many illegal immigrants can put a financial burden on local and federal law enforcement. Immigrants on average tend to have larger families than those in the U.S. This difference can strain the resources of the local school district. Professor Lawrence Harrison of Tufts University in Medford, M.A., notes that in California, fourth and fifth generation Mexican immigrants are still speaking only Spanish and resisting assimilation. About one out of every 10 public school students right now is learning to speak English. This is putting a strain on our teachers because they are having to spend extra time on the students who are falling behind, which is keeping them from covering all the material. Not only are students missing out, 
but funding for ELL programs comes almost entirely from local and state sources because federal education funding on average represents about only 11% of what local school districts spend overall. Also, we do not have any documented information on these immigrants because they crossed illegally. The government does not know their criminal or health history. Unfortunately, there is no way of having a record or documented info on these immigrants. Therefore, that can put the United States at risk along with the current citizens. That would mean that anyone that could apply for your citizenship without any penalization of their criminal records. Overall, for the con side, we can conclude that we should not grant citizenship to illegal immigrants. Our evidence shows why the privileges that come with citizenship should not be rewarded to immigrants that come illegally. Immigrants make up most of the population, and that would mean the government would have to use up more resources for them. We also don't have any, any background information on the immigrants to be able to trust them with the privileges of being a citizen. We need to consider the consequences of providing citizenship to those that do not deserve them. Thank you, Amy, for your information about illegal immigration and citizenship. We will now be taking a short break. Coming up next, rebuttals from each team about their reasons. Hello and welcome back. We will now jump right into rebuttals. We will start with Team A about their pro side. Again, this is Fong. I would like to point out that Amy stated immigrants cross the border using illegal methods rather than going through the traditional immigration process. What is the traditional process? I understand Amy's stance that those who have broken the law should not be granted citizenship, but illegal immigrants have a lower imprisonment rate than American citizens. According to the American Immigration Council, in 2010, less educated native-born men aged 18 to 39 had an imprisonment rate of 10.7%, more than tripled the 2.8% rate among foreign-born Mexican men. Hi, this is Desiree speaking. Our opponents claim that by allowing immigrants to become citizens, they will strain resources in local school districts because most are not that well-educated. But in reality, the ones succeeding are the illegal immigrants. According to the U.S. Census, it states, over the 20-year period, immigrant high school students' completion increased at a greater rate than the U.S. citizen completion, up from 55% in 1997 to 71% in 2017. This is saying that these immigrant students are having a better impact on our educational resources than the students that were handed these resources to use. This shows us how us as citizens take things for granted and who actually work hard to be more educated. Our opponent claimed that Mexican immigrants can strain the resources of local school districts, causing students to not pursue a higher education. In reality, the ones succeeding are the illegal immigrants. As our group mentioned earlier, Many immigrants work as scientists, technicians, engineers, economists, professors, physicians, nurses, and entrepreneurs. According to Eric Schmidt in 2018, over a 20-year period, Hispanic high school completion increased at a greater rate than white or black completion, up from 55% in 1997 to 71% in 2017. 
All right, to wrap this up, we have covered how immigrants enhance the economy, the negative effects of deportation on families, and the willingness of illegal immigrants to work jobs that many citizens avoid. Because of these factors and many more, we believe that illegal immigrants should be granted the right to become citizens of the United States, which will provide them with more opportunity and benefits throughout life. Next, we will have the Consite present their rebuttals. I will start off the rebuttals. Our opponents claim that immigrants raise the overall population, which means that it will increase the supply of labor. However, America would have to pay extra for medical expenses as well as public education. Opponents claim that the immigrants feed back into the economy, but they are being underpaid by employers because they can use them without taxes. Opponents also claim that deportations will affect the families that cross the border. This argument could easily be misunderstood since that would be a strawman fallacy. People assume that the government wants to rip families apart, but that is not the case. The con side wants to provide legal status for illegal immigrants, but not citizenship. Citizenship is a reward that grants people many privileges, but it should not be granted to immigrants that break the law. The other side said that most undocumented immigrants work jobs that American-born citizens would never want to work. Although there are jobs that are undesirable, people need to work to make ends meet. American-born citizens that don't have a college degree are the ones that fill those jobs, not immigrants. In 2014, 43% of agricultural jobs were held by immigrants. 35% of building and ground maintenance jobs were taken by immigrants. Immigrants fill the work that is reserved for American citizens. All in all, immigrants who come into the United States illegally should not be granted the right to citizenship because with time this issue will grow. This can lead to more problems within the United States, which can be avoided if we put a stop to illegal immig immigrants. They are seeping into the United States at a large rate and negatively affecting our country. Great job, everyone. There were great points from both sides. The reasons were valid and the evidence was strong. I hope this podcast educated you on the issue of citizenship for illegal immigrants and helps you make a decision. Thank you, Miranda, Foon, Natalie, and Desiree for participating in this debate. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'll see you guys again.